0: Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues.
1: Iran negotiates with Europe to buy time for their nuclear weapons program. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki has COVID positive. We interviewed Dr. Anthony Harper from the White House. And Apple removes the Bible app and Koran from their Play Store.
0: Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmitt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name.
1: Iran is now open negotiations with Europe, not with the United States anymore, but they're asking Europe to buy more time to enhance their nuclear program, which could include weapons capability. Israel Hayom reports that Iranian deputy foreign minister, Ali Bagheri Kani issued a statement last Wednesday in which he said that Iran and the EU, the European Union have now agreed to resume talks on whether or not Iran can continue their nuclear development program. Those are set to begin this month by the end of November. And the conventional wisdom within the Israeli national security and diplomatic circles is that Iran does not truly want to reach a deal now with the United States or with other world powers that could contain its nuclear program They don't want limits on themselves. Instead, they're gonna use the talks to stall and maintain their own internal rapid pace of uranium enrichment and other gains in their own nuclear program. Of course, a US envoy on Iran, Robert Malley, recently said that the talks are in a critical phase because the window for negotiations on a return to previous peacekeeping deals will not be open forever. That is because the technological advancement of Iran's nuclear program, since it began breaching the other peace deal that they already had in place under the Trump administration, is now at a critical point. The American analyst and envoy Robert Malley stressed that The United States has not yet reached the point that uh, quote, you can't revive a dead corpse, talking about negotiations, but the US will continue to pursue diplomacy even as we pursue other steps that we face in a world in which we need to do that, end quote. So in other words, the Biden administration wants diplomacy with Iran and not anything strong like Israel's doing. The Israeli assessment is different than the American assessment. They're not interested in diplomacy. They want uh, sanctions and they want to enhance the idea that Iran is breaching the deal as the talks continue in the coming months. And they don't have the optimistic view that the Biden administration has that a deal can be struck rather quickly. Instead, there's now gonna be another long round of negotiations with Europe where Iran will stall and maybe prevail. He said the Iranians, Israel said, the Iranians will ultimately reach a deal with the US and world powers, but only at a time and state that is convenient for them. So Iran is firmly in control of these negotiations. The Israeli official also added in his comments to Israel Hayom, that Iran would be most likely to try to deceive international inspectors even after a deal is concluded. And that's the news. Our thanks to Israel Hayom for that report. You know, these are stories that other news programs don't tell you about. You're not gonna see this on ABC, NBC, CBS, but then five, ten years from now, we end up in a war over this. And who told you? PIJN News. Told you what Iran was trying to do long before the other news sources. That's why we want you to tune in here. Uh, we discern the demonic spirit of aggression on the part of the Iranian Ayatollah, the new president, which came to power in a sham election and where uh, minorities were not allowed to vote or even boycotted the vote because of voter fraud in Iran. And we are very concerned about the peace and safety of Israel. That's the voice that we trust is when the Israeli intelligence officials are able to tell you, oh, Iran has this capability. I mean, Prime Minister Netanyahu announced a year ago that Iran now has nuclear weapons capability. Nobody else is worried about this. Well, you know who they're gonna use it against. The Bible does talk about prophecy. I'm gonna read to you a scripture here from Daniel. uh, And and Iran is modern day, what used to be Persia, right? And the Bible says this, the ram which you saw, Daniel's vision, having two horns are the kings of Medea and Persia. And the male goat is the kingdom of Greece. You can picture the Greek empire, the European, right? Here you have Iranians and Europeans in the Bible and they're talking back and forth, it continues as follows. The large horn is between the eyes of the first king and the broken horn and the four that stood in this place, four kingdoms shall arise out of that nation, but not with its own power. And in the latter time of the kingdom, when the transgressors have reached their fullness, a king shall arise. Maybe the Antichrist, right? Having fierce features who understand schemes, his power shall not be, shall be mighty, but not by his own power. In other words, a demonic power. He shall destroy fearfully and shall prosper and thrive. He shall destroy the mighty and the holy people. Through his cunning, he shall cause deceit to prosper under his rule, and he shall exalt himself in his heart. He shall destroy many in their prosperity and even give rise against Jesus, the Prince of Princes. But he shall be broken without human means. There is bad news coming. An antichrist is arising, perhaps out of this agreement between Europe and Iran. However, Jesus, the Prince of Princes, will prevail in the end. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we have Dr. Anthony Harper from the White House.
0: Giving you a megaphone in Washington, DC. Dr. Chaps
1: will be right back. If you've watched our program, you know that we stand with Israel as God's chosen people we need you to sign a petition today. Why? Because did you know that even as Iran is now developing 800 mile range cruise missiles, could be nuclear tip very soon, that our US Congress has now three brand new freshman congresswomen, we call them the three anti-Semitic musketeers, Ocasio-Cortez and two Muslims, Tlaib and Omar. And they are influencing Nancy Pelosi to have the most anti-Semitic Congress in years. We need to stand with our friends in Israel, and that's why we're asking you to sign a petition. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Don't divide Jerusalem, stand with Israel, and stand up to the United Nations. We will fax it to the Congress, but you need to sign today. Take a stand, visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign our petition today. Today, we are remembering to pray for and commemorate our 45th president, Donald J. Trump, who was, in our generation, perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our time. To remember him and honor him, we've issued these brand new golden commemorative coins. They have Donald Trump right in the cover, and it says, in God we trust, to remind you to pray for our 45th president for a suggested donation of $45 to our ministry. We'll remember and send you this 45th president coin. And not just that, we're gonna throw in a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World with the Christian Activist DVD. So you get all three. You have a coin to remember to pray and then to learn how to be an effective Christian activist. You get the book and the DVD and then to show the world your Christian faith, we're gonna add this window decal. It says, I pray for religious freedom. So you can remember to pray, learn and show the world that you stand with us at Pray In Jesus Name. Please donate today when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the bookstore button at the top and you see all four items for a suggested donation of $45 or call us right now at 866-Obey-God Get yours today.
0: Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Joined now live from the White House by our White House correspondent, Dr. Anthony Harper, who's going to explain to us three things. Number one, the EU deal with Iran, or the negotiations upcoming, and also Jen Psaki now has COVID, also the Pope and his visit with Joe Biden. Is he a good Catholic? Welcome to the program, Dr. Anthony Harper. How are you, sir?
2: Well, I'm thankful, uh, Dr. Stapp, here to be at the White House. Quite a miraculous experience to be able to survive being here in the middle of all the harassment Other Well, I know
1: that you have been uh, um, personally harassed by other reporters. I think maybe the White House is also uh, billing you, overbilling you for COVID tests, but the breaking news this week is the White House Press Secretary, Jen Saki has COVID and has quarantined herself. Has there been any danger that you've been told about at the White House?
2: No, I haven't been told about any danger. I was into the press office just a few minutes ago. I was there to find out when Press Secretary Saki would be returning. They don't have an answer. Very likely that she'll be in quarantine for uh, at least a week, if not more. and. Uh, Um, I actually uh, told them that I'm praying for healing and for good health blessings for the press secretary, and uh, the audience will be praying for for her as well. It's important to be a, a good Christian witness and praying for those that we don't agree with. Now,
1: if I recall correctly, last month, you were COVID positive, and you uh, are one of those journalists who did not happen to get the vaccine, but Jen Psaki did get the vaccine and she's COVID positive. So, what's the difference between people who got it and didn't get it? Everybody's turning out positive.
2: Uh, uh, for, for me, it doesn't make any sense scientifically. If the vaccine is all that great of a protection, why are they getting the virus and some even dying being amidst the hospital. So, it doesn't prove to me that the vaccine is giving enough protection. And also in a news report that I read about the press secretary getting this, that she's convinced that having the vaccine diminished her symptoms, they're not as bad. Well, we also have evidence that, you know, taking other things preemptively can also reduce the symptoms from getting so bad as well.
1: Well, thankfully, the president was not infected. Uh, The timeline that I read was uh, she met privately with the president on Tuesday, and then on Wednesday, uh, she may have uh, had some negative tests after some family uh, a family member reported getting COVID. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, she was negative, but then Saturday, Jen Psaki tested positive. So uh, what is the incubation period? You have to have it in order to transmit it, right? Or was she a carrier, perhaps?
2: Hard to know in the case I didn't uh, see any news about specifically about that, but people that are vaccinated do carry the virus. And uh, there's a lot of paranoia surrounding all this matter. Okay, well, enough of that. Let's go
1: on to Iran. It is reported this week in Israeli press. In fact, I'm quoting here from uh, Israelhayom.com that Iran and the European Union have now agreed to resume talks about Iran's nuclear program by the end of November, and that uh, the U.S. and other world powers want to contain Iran's nuclear program, but Iran wants to use these new talks with Europe to maintain its rapid pace of uranium enrichment and other gains in its nuclear program. Are you concerned about this?
2: Very concerned about that. Uh, Any conversations with Iran is a sign of anti-Semitism. We know the Ayatollah from Iran hates Israel, and they're dedicated to destroying Israel, in many ways funding uh, their enemy that's attacking Israel, like Hezbollah, and uh, so much more Hamas. It's a very serious concern that I have, and I know that a lot of evangelical uh, Christians as well, Orthodox Jews are concerned about as well. So uh, I really think that the policies, are very clearly to me, of the Biden administration are anti-Semitic. The policies are anti-Semitic in the conversations with Iran, the haters of Israel, not to mention the funding, his desire to fund the anti-Semitic UN agency UNRWA as well as not really condemning BDS. And and what about the desecration of the Jewish cemeteries? Is all these matters are really pointing up to anti-Semitic policies of the Biden administration.
1: So we have reported, and I think The Hill was was the first to break the news, that 25 US senators, all left-wing Democrats, want to open up the funding of Iran, the nuclear program of Iran. Why would they want to do this? And why are they asking the Biden administration to give favors to Iran and not to Israel?
2: Because they're displaying their anti-Semitic behavior. It's really alarming how many of our Congress people are anti-Semitic in their actions towards Israel, and even in the Senate. So my serious concern about anti-Semitism in in general, Dr. Chaps, is that uh, why is it so important to address these issues of anti-Semitism is often a question that I hear, and that's because a nation that tolerates uh, anti-Semitism is a nation that's gone under. We see what happened in Nazi Germany uh, for uh, Germany to tolerate anti-Semitism. So we have a serious problem with America and its policies. And I also think about President Biden's dedication, maybe a, some would say obsession and getting the Palestinian consulate in Jerusalem, which is a sign of dividing Israel.
1: And I think uh, maybe they're now being led by the extreme left of the Democrat party, including AOC, Rashida Tlaib, uh, Ilan Omar, the Muslim, anti-Christian and even anti-Jewish congressmen are leading the charge. Last question, Uh, President Biden just returned from his visit to Italy for the uh, economic summit, but also he met with the Pope. Pope Francis is allegedly has told Joe Biden that, oh, you're a good Catholic, keep on receiving communion, uh, even though Joe Biden is the most pro-abortion president yet, flying in the doctrine of the Catholic faith. Uh, what, are, what have you learned about this?
2: Well, my concern about it, of, of President Biden on that matter is boasting uh, about being a good Catholic, that he's worthy of communion. There is actually a scripture. This is avoided in a lot of the press. It's First Corinthians eleven twenty-seven through thirty. They talk about the the qualifications to take communion. And that hasn't been addressed except for what I've been bringing up. And that this, it is talk about the zone that take the communion unworthily, get sick and some die. Now, that wouldn't that scare President Biden to know that he could get sick or die because of taking the communion unworthily? But that boasting on his part of being a good Catholic or a devout Catholic and worthy to take the communion is, is a total lie and you're
1: quoting from the Bible in 1 Corinthians 11. Uh, Our guest has been Dr. Anthony Harper. Uh, Anthony, mention your website. How can people support you? Uh, The website,
2: imcnews.org. Check out Intermountain Christian News through search. uh, But we have that great website, YouTube channel, and people can pray for open doors here at the White House. We need to have courageous Christian media here, not afraid to ask these challenging questions on human rights violations. Amen. And we pray for the health of everybody
1: at the White House, whether we agree with them or not, we pray against this COVID for people's healing in Jesus' name. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we will have
2: more news. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back.
1: Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I wanna introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry and the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think?
3: Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray In Jesus Names Ministry. Dr. Chaps here with this great ministry needs your support and you can you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PrayNews and anything you're getting from My Pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm gonna put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show. 15 years ago, I invented my pillow. It took me two years to develop because I wanted to have everything you would ever want in a pillow. I made sure that you could adjust my patented and fill so you could have the exact support you need as an individual regardless of your sleep position. I also wanted a pillow that would last, so I made my pillow machine washable and dryable. Go to mypillow.com to get deep discounts, not just on my pillows, but so much more. For example, you get my six piece towel sets, regular one hundred nine point ninety nine, now only $44.98, or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code.
0: Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps. Our thanks to Dr. Anthony Harper for that commentary from the White House. Our next story comes from Christian Post who reports that Apple, the corporation, the American corporation, is now removing the Bible app and even the Quran app from their app store in China. Apple is complying with a regime in China, the communist government, to remove religious apps from the app store there in China in the latest effort to suppress religious activity in the communist country. Apple censorship is now reported in a tweet that the apps called Quran Majid and the Bible app by Olive Tree have been taken down. Chinese officials claim those apps violate their communist laws that prohibit the use of religious texts or materials. We're asking our viewers today to take action by calling 1-800-APPLE-CARE, that is A-P-L-C-A-R-E, one 800 A-P-L-C-A-R-E, call them and talk to any human you can find and demand that Apple stands up for religious freedom and restores the Bible app in China. A spokesman from Olive Tree, the Christian publisher of the Bible app told the Washington Examiner the following, quote, we are currently reviewing the requirements to obtain the necessary permit with the hope that we can restore our app to China's app store and continued to distribute the Bible worldwide. End quote. The Muslim developers of the Quran app in the Chinese government, the Quran Majid developer, Pakistan Data Management Systems, issued the following statement quote, According to Apple, our app Quran Majid has been removed from the China App Store because it includes content that requires additional documentation from Chinese authorities. We are trying to get in touch with the Cyberspace Administration of China and relevant Chinese authorities to get this issue resolved." End quote. Do you think they're gonna have success? Well, the American lobbyist for all things Muslim, the Council on American Islamic Relations, CARE, in Washington DC, accused Apple of enabling genocide and called upon the company to immediately reverse its decisions. Edward Ahmed Mitchell, national director of CARE, said, by obeying the Chinese Communist Party's order to remove the Bible and Quran apps from its platform in China, Apple is enabling China's religious persecution, including the ongoing genocide of Uyghur Muslims. This decision must be reversed. If American corporations don't grow a spine and stand up to China right now, they risk spending the next century subservient to the whims of a fascist superpower." End quote. And that's the news, or thanks to Christian Post. You know, listen, uh, I'm not Muslim. I don't worship the same Allah that they worship. And yet, even in this spokesman's comments, there is an element of truth that unless American corporations stand up to the Chinese government, the atheists are gonna ban all of us. Christians and Muslims, we agree on this issue. Here's what the Bible says about people who censor the word of God, right? In Romans one, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who do what? They suppress the truth in unrighteousness Apple Corporation, you are now manifesting the demonic spirit that will suppress the truth and stop the Bible from going overseas. We call upon you to repent. That's the news. Let's take a short break and I'll have a word to conclude the show.
2: Dr. Chaps will be right back with more
1: PIJN News. I'm Dr. Chaps. Jesus said in Matthew 24 that famine would be a sign of the end. And we are now facing a famine of biblical proportions in one of the poorest states in India, where our charity has sponsored up to 259 orphans and children for many years. But now there are thousands of people starving in the streets because of the unemployment there. And we've been helping widows, like the letter we received from Sanuri, who writes to us and says, I stay with my three children in the slum. I was washing plates in the hotel and." earning bread for my family, paying house rent. Suddenly I lost my income. After hotels were closed by the government, this was a shocking moment for me. Afterward, we could manage eating half a meal a day to manage a scanty ration for longer days. When there was no ration left for my family, I was quietly weeping outside with agony. An unknown fellow came and asked whether I am a widow. I said, yes. He wrote my name and address and asked me to collect ration from your office. I got that ration with joyful tears. I strongly believe that God helps the helpless during troubled times through benevolent people. You know, the benevolent people she's talking about are you and your generosity when you give through our ministry is actually helping her to see God. Would you please donate today at 866 Obey God. Again, our phone number, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. And help us supply a matching gift. We've already given up to $10,000 to supply 100,000 meals. And there's somebody out there who could double that gift with one stroke of a pen. Please donate through our website, PrayInJesusName.org and designate your gift to India Relief. Please give today empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching and thank you for donating. When you visit our website, prayinjesusname.org. Again, prayinjesusname.org, that's our website. Please click on the recurring monthly pledge sponsor button to become a regular sponsor of our program. The Bible says this in Deuteronomy 16, every man shall give as he is able according to the blessing of the Lord your God, which he has given to you. Thank you for contributing. Please call us at 866-Obey-God to give or just for prayer, 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time.